We now join America's most spoiled president and the fit-throwing tantrum he's having already in progress. Joe Biden is very concerned. He hoped he could find a Democrat judge to do his dirty work and illegally remove my name from the ballot. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, yeah, Colorado Judge Sarah B. Wallace spent her entire career as a partner at a law firm defending financial institutions like Donald Trump from federal prosecution. Yeah, yeah, she was a fucking lawyer that helped him lie and hide trade secrets like overinflating the value of your shit. Ooh, she loves Donnie. The fuck are you talking about, moron? But the four biggest cases to strike us from the ballot have officially been defeated. The verdict is in. Joe Biden will be forced to face Donald J. Trump in the 2024 election, the most important election in the history of our country. He damn right it's the most important election because you got to lower yourself and go against America to support you. Yeah, being that you're so anti-American and anti-American institution, what else could it be? You're a spoiled fucking brat who got caught. You're a spoiled fucking brat trying to have his way. You got caught, and now you're trying to make it everybody else's fault, including this country, and you got a bunch of idiots just as dumb and selfish as you are following you. They don't want to be held responsible for nothing they do. No, no. All the instigators, it's never their fault. It's always somebody else. Yeah, you fucking poser pussy. You're going to prison, boy, not the ballot box. And judging by the polls, we're going to beat him in a very massive landslide. We have no choice, because if we don't beat him, we're going to have a country that is a total disaster, where it's heading right now. My God. How many hypotheticals and half-truths and flat-out fucking lies can you cram into 11 seconds, you pile of shit? Slow down, and let's look at that statement again. And judging by the polls, we're going to beat him in a very massive landslide. Them wishful fucking thinking polls again, huh? Didn't you use him last time? We have no choice, because if we don't beat him... You don't beat him? You just said you were going to beat him, fucker. You already tango and chicken shit again? What you doing? We're going to have a country that is a total disaster where it's heading right now. We're gonna. We're it's. You doing that what-if shit again, boy? You have anything to back up anything? So now, let's show Crooked Joe just how badly he's going to lose by crushing our fundraising goal for the month of November. And the truth will set you free. Yeah. Don's got his cup out. He needs fucking money. Yeah, the Chinese-made power tie and Trump stake business ain't doing too fucking good, and there's a lot of angry Trump University students that want their tuition money back. Have you paid that Rudy Giuliani legal bill that he sent you, that the one you promised that you'd pay if he lied and covered for you? Have you wrote him that check yet? Have you wrote him a good check? This is, here's a helpful tip, Donnie. Learn these four words. Got some spare change. These fake political cases brought against me could have been filed many years ago. What the hell are you talking about? You just fucking did it. Oh, the fraud case? 
Is that what you're bitching about? Well, shit, that takes years to build. Yeah, because it takes years for you to commit the crime. That's why they call it conspiracy and racketeering, you pile of shit. You see, Don, if you had fudged the numbers just one, two, oh, fuck, even five or six times, they could probably see past it. But you've built that monkey empire of yours on absolutely nothing but bullshit. Yeah, for decades, man. I knew you was fucking double and triple mortgaged and selling nothing but air. You know why? I ate a Trump steak and I'm still pissed about it. But these crooked and biased prosecutors working closely with my political opponents... You know why Donnie believes that? Because that's what Donnie is. I'm sorry, D.T., but you're wrong, dipshit. There are some fine, upstanding, honorable people who are looking after this Constitution, and they've got a very good track record as opposed to your spoiled ass. Weren't you the motherfuckers, the Republican, hybrid Trumplican party? that for the first time in American history attacked the United States Capitol and killed cops? Oh, yeah, I forgot, spoiled ass. You're the victim, right? In Washington, D.C., Crooked Joe Biden and his group waited and waited and waited and then filed them right in the middle of my campaign for president. They could have filed them years ago. Yeah, we could have filed them at the time of birth, too, but that wouldn't have made any fucking sense. Why do you think that Fani and Alvin and Leticia and, of course, the deranged one, Jack Smith, took so long and very publicly, they leaked everything? When you say everything, would you might be referring to the shit that might unlock the brainwash you have on your disciples? Is that the leak you're talking about, Shitty Bridges? Started their work so late, they could have started it years ago. If it only hadn't been for the Republican stall tactics, who kept making excuses for the cop killers, ducking investigation subpoenas and grand jury subpoenas like Lindsey Graham and Jimmy Jordan, trying to cover up all the illegal activities they were guilty of. Yeah, like the obstruction of legal government proceedings. <laughs> You're going to prison, boy. It's called election interference and prosecutorial misconduct. I agree. It's called that. Yeah, every day, by you. After you're done taking a dump in the morning and staring at your inbred face in the fucking mirror. <laughs> you're going to prison, boy. And it's all done because they want to win an election, even if they have to use illegal means to do it. <laughs> Folks... If you continue to follow that penis hanging from the end of a pole, you deserve the cliff you're getting ready to walk off of. Our country is under the highest level of threat ever, and yet all the DOJ and FBI want to do is go after Donald Trump. Let's go after him. Because you are the highest level of threat ever to American democracy, you worthless pile of monkey nuts. They teach you that in Pussy Cadet Bone Spurs Academy? It's so sad. Our country's in bad shape. We're corrupt. 
We're not run properly. Our borders are open. Our elections are rigged. And what do they want to do? Let's go after Donald Trump. Because you endorse all that shit, motherfucker. It ain't happening like you say, but even the border's been funded, yeah. The only time it was chaotic is when Greg Abbott ordered border officers to push kids and families back in the river. Razor wire filled river and buoy filled rivers to drown. It was done. It's a fact. It was fully endorsed by you and the devil in Texas. You'll see crime like you've never seen it before because all of these people coming in illegally from the southern border. You'll see, he says. Yeah, not seeing. Another scare tactic. You know, the only place you're seeing all the violence and the shooting are the red states where they've completely legalized guns for everybody. Isn't that right, chicken shit? You talking out both sides of your mouth again? Save your mouth. You're going to need it in prison, boy. They have bad intentions. So many of them have bad intentions. You've got to watch our country. You don't have to worry about me. You don't have to worry about my family. Unfortunately, we are worried about you, dipshit. Real worried. You're not the solution. You're the snake in the fucking grass that's trying to sell this country out to Russia and trying to convince the kids at college that things are going to work out great if we abandon Ukraine and allow Russia to have the Baltic and Crimean ports. Boy, they think shit's expensive now. They ain't seen nothing yet. Focus on violent crime, because there's a lot of it in this country, more than ever before. Yeah, like I said, in red states where they give guns to everybody, no matter how crazy... No matter the past, you can have whatever you want and just walk into any school or business and open fire. Tulsa, Oklahoma is so violent, it's not safe to walk down the street in Oklahoma City or Tulsa anymore. Thank you. Why doesn't the total implosion, he admitted on the stand that he lied, of the Attorney General of New York's state star witness end this witch hunt once and for all? It's a political witch hunt. That's all it is. What? This so-called witness, a star witness, admitted on the stand that he lied. He said, right on the stand, I lied, I lied. It looked like Perry Mason at the end of the show. Who dragging Perry Mason in this, you asshole? What, somebody else lied, so that's supposed to just exonerate and negate you from all the millions of fucking lies you've probably told, you pile of shit? And that I never told him or anyone else to inflate the numbers on my financial statements. In fact, the numbers are very low or very conservative, the exact opposite of what this ridiculous rigged case or lawsuit is all about. Sure, sure, I can believe that Don Trump never told him to inflate the value of the properties. But I'll bet if they wanted to keep their fucking jobs, they did. That, my friends, is in order. It don't matter anyway, because Dipshit DT signed off on it. And if you sign off on it, that's an endorsement. No excuses, monkey nuts. Nope. You can't half-ass sign a deed on a fucking house and then claim it wasn't you. You can't sign a contract on a car 
then go back and say, I didn't sign that when everybody watched you do it, including the fucking notaries, you moron. Yeah, keep on talking that game. Get you nowhere. No excuses, chicken shit. You're going to prison. The fraud is by the judge and the AG, not by me, because they... Upholding the law ain't fraud, stupid. Put in numbers that they knew were way too low. They valued my assets at a tiny fraction of what they should be. As an example, Mar-a-Lago, they valued at $18 million. Mar-a-Lago at $18 million. And it could be 50 to 100 times that much. Could be, but isn't, you pile of shit. You see, dummy, that's why you're going to fucking prison. The judge created a fraud, and the AG created a fraud. They're the ones that should be prosecuted. That shit may fly in the alternative world of facts, but here in America, it don't. Thanks for proving my point, Donnie. I'm going to stand in the corner. And the Joke Man Show, a property of Joke Man Productions, LLC. Broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios. Now, time for your host, Stan the Joke Man. Thank you. Stan the Joke Man talking. You remember to thaw out the fucking turkey, huh? Yeah. You wouldn't believe how many people are going to have that turkey in a, in a sink tonight in their apartment trying to thaw that fucker out the best they can. You got to think ahead, folks. Got to think ahead always. But no, I don't have any tips for you thawing it out. Do not put it in the fucking microwave. Okay? I don't give a shit what anybody says. It'll compromise the fucking turkey. I don't give a shit. Microwave, partially cook it, fuck it up. You don't have to do turkey for Thanksgiving. Know that. Oh, yeah, you don't have to do Thanksgiving. Fuck no. There wasn't any fucking turkey at the 1621 feast, I don't believe. I think it was pheasant. You know, I know there was a lot of crustaceans. I mean, they were doing crab legs and lobster and, yeah, and wildfowl, too. I'll give you that, but, I mean... And a butterball or anything there? Fuck no. You know, matter of fact, we had a uh, Thanksgiving here one year. We had absolutely no turkey or stuffing. It was all, it was all rock lobster tail. <laughs> yeah. I clarified like an entire container of country crock butter because you want the healthy shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> and we had like 15 Rock lobsters, my my old stepdad showed up unannounced and ate half of them. <laughs> big old former Marine, <laughs> Vietnam Marine and big old bear. Anyway, he came in. Ah, he was just a damn inconsiderate. He didn't think half the time. He sat down, he ate half our fucking Thanksgiving. Oh, Trish is pissed because we, we all only got like one or maybe two lobsters each. My stepdad ate the rest. Yeah. Look, to know him was to hate him and love him, you know? I mean, <laughs> God rest his soul. Anyway, you don't have to fucking do turkey today, okay? Or tomorrow. I mean, 
money was tight, which is most of my fucking life as a young person, because it's supposed to be tight. You're making your bones, asshole. I'm so tired of you spoiled little shits that are, we're not happy. America's terrible because we can't have every fucking thing we want right out the gate. Spoiled to the core. God, I love it when you people prove my point. But what I'm saying is if you don't have any fucking money and you're out there and you're like, how am I going to make do? Man, I was never above going up to the grocery store and buying some of them banquet turkey breast dinners. Yeah, I wouldn't use their mashed potatoes and shit. I could swing a couple of potatoes and then just go home, put the turkey breast in there, dress it up with what seasonings I fucking had, call it my fucking own, and put stuffing with it. You're damn right. The $10 Thanksgiving fucking feast in it. (laughs) Hey, I'm not exaggerating. I bet I could still do it to this day and make it happen and make it work. I'm not saying it's going to be the most healthy, nutritionist, best tasting shit you ever had. Just the same. You spoiled shit. Be thankful. Your belly's full. I went to college. I learned how to eat on $5 a week. (laughs) Because that's the way it's supposed to be in college, you fucking pussies. What do you expect? Five-star dining? Four-star? Three-star? Shit. Fuck you. One-star. Yeah. Your only meal tonight is potted meat straight out of the can with a dirty spoon. Okay. (laughs) That's college, you pussy. I loved eggs in college because you could do so fucking much with them. Scramble them, fry them, whatever, you know. For nothing. I'd go buy a dozen eggs for a dollar. Me a loaf of bread for a dollar. If I couldn't steal mayo from a restaurant or a break room, I'd have to buy some Hellman's because I don't do Miracle Whip. That's right. You don't get tired of egg sandwiches and it's good, solid protein. Not to be that all the time. Baked potato, you can fry them too. Have a French fried dinner. Or put some cheese and chili on there. Chili cheese fries. Fuck, get creative, dummy. I'm sorry, I thought I was teaching a class. I never realized Kennedy was so dangerous to the establishment. Is that why? Well, that's a real question, isn't it? Why? The how and the who is just... Scenery for the public. Oswald, Ruby, Cuba, the Mafia. Keeps them guessing like some kind of parlor game. Prevents them from asking the most important question, why? Why was Kennedy killed? Who benefited? Who has the power to cover it up? James Files was the man who fired the headshot from the grassy knoll, period. He used... A single shot, bolt action, 222 fireball with a mercury loaded tip so it would fragment on impact. Who's James Files? Well, he was a low level player for the outfit up there in uh, Chicago. He had been to Vietnam in the Army, where his uh, controller through the CIA was one David Atlee Phillips. This is all according to Jimmy Files himself, okay, and what can still be proven 
from the records that haven't been destroyed by the government. Being a young, ambitious, highly intelligent go-getter that James Stiles was, playing both sides of the fence like they do in that business. Half a year prior to the Kennedy assassination, he was at the Harlow Grill in Chicago playing a pinball machine in the back when he was approached by Charles Nicoletti who wanted to go for a ride. Charles Nicoletti told him, hey, we're going to do your friend. That's when James Files heard about the Kennedy assassination for the very first time. Initially, they had planned it in Chicago, but they knew, ooh, no, not good. Bobby would really be down there then. They needed friends close by to control things, so that's why they picked Texas. Yeah, they picked Texas. George Cabell, the guy had been forced to resign by Kennedy, director of the uh, CIA. Well, his brother was mayor of Dallas. And the parade route there in Dallas had been going up Main Street in the newspaper, all the publications prior to his visit. But that morning, suddenly, there was construction plans and blocks were put up guarding the Stimmons Freeway on-ramp, forcing them to go through Dealey Plaza. Hmm, who did that? Yeah, meanwhile, James Files, he had been in Dallas for an entire week, Lee Arvin. Lee Harvey Oswald had been showing him around town. Jimmy Files' job up to that point was just to transfer weapons in a work car. All the guns were in the back of the car he had driven down from Illinois to that hotel in Mesquite with. He didn't know there was going to be an assassination in Dealey Plaza. He was just instructed to learn the area. So he had his old motel there in Mesquite waiting for the assassination to take place. And what do you know? His old gun-running friend out of Louisiana, Lee Oswald, why, they had both worked under David Atlee Phillips together. Lee Oswald showed up at Jimmy's hotel room in Mesquite. Hey, I'm here to show you around. Lee Oswald was driving, you bet. But I don't want to talk about any of that. I don't even want to talk about the drug trade and the opium and everything that led up to the Kennedy assassination. I want to talk about evidence. Hard proof. I want to talk about good, solid evidence, evidence you can see that Kennedy was murdered by his own people. The evidence is right in front of you, folks, right there in that Zapruder film. Now, for years, I have blamed the driver of that limousine. But then something dawned on me. He was busy driving, following orders from the senior agent in the passenger seat. I believe that. You know why? Mr. and Mrs. Conley were sure as hell busy doing something, and Jackie and John Kennedy were absolutely doing something. Everybody was busy in that car, except for one guy. The head agent, sitting in the passenger seat, doing absolutely nothing. Oh, he wasn't the head agent? Well, by God, that makes it even worse. His training says he's already supposed to be over that seat, covering the president, providing first aid immediately. Why is he still sitting there? 
and why has he ordered that driver to slow down? Because they're waiting for that James Files headshot. It wasn't supposed to be James Files. It was supposed to be Charles Nicoletti and Johnny Rosselli from the Dow Tech building. When the rifles had them silencers on there, they're not very accurate, folks. They're kind of all over the fucking place, but we'll get back to that in a minute. Because while all this shit has taken place, dumbass Lee Oswald is sitting in the break room of the school book depository where he was told to wait for a phone call that never fucking come. Yeah, people who worked there saw him sitting and waiting. Meanwhile, in the building across the street, Charles Nicoletti took his first fucking shot as the presidential limousine was making the turn from Houston on the Elm. That's when the first shot happened. And you can prove that by what you don't see. Just as the car was making that turn on every ounce of home footage you can find, all the video has been distorted and corrupted. Watch as the car makes the turn from Houston on the Elm on every single solitary piece of fucking footage you can find. It is corrupted by your government, folks, because they don't want you to see. That's where the first shot happened. You know how we know that? Eyewitness testimony said they saw bullets impacting the fucking asphalt street. And John F. Kennedy flinched to the left when a piece of asphalt struck him in the face. He flinched, and just as all that corrupted turn footage ends, you can actually see Kennedy rising back up from the flinch. This is not make-believe, folks. But I'm more interested in that fucking agent that ordered that young driver agent to slow the fuck down because they were waiting for a headshot. And Charles Nicoletti's rifle wasn't doing the trick. He had instructed James Files, don't you dare fucking shoot unless it becomes absolutely 100% necessary. So James Files, young man, nervous back there, know they're going for a headshot, and though he says he can hear the shots, one, two, three, four, he's not counting the shots. He's considering them misses because he still hadn't been hit in the head. He said, I'm looking at him through a little three-power scope. I can, I can see him lurching. He's getting hit with the rounds, but he's no headshot, so it's a miss. Stimmons freeway signs, getting ready to come into his field to fire. He said, it's either pull the trigger or go home. I pulled the trigger. He went on to say, what I think happened was I had the crosshairs right on the president's eyeball. But I believe just a thousandth of a second before my round hit, Mr. Nicoletti's round finally scored, slightly pushing the head forward, causing his round to come in just slightly above the eye. You know, matter of fact, there was a photograph of the entry wound before Secret Service agents deformed it later. And he said that scope was perfect. Lee Oswald had driven me out to a firing range earlier that week so I could set it. Yeah, and every time James Files was out there firing rounds, he would tell Lee Oswald, pick up them rounds, Lee, pick up them rounds. We don't leave rounds behind. Well, that would certainly explain the nitrates in Lee Oswald's hands. Lee was not behind the stockade fence. 
He was in the fucking school book depository waiting on a phone call. Yeah. James Files was talking about Lee being with him when they set the scope on that gun out of firing range outside of Mesquite at a salvage yard. So let's get that right. He also went on to explain that when you fire a two twenty two fireball, you're going to find that there is zero recoil. That was a prototype given to him by David Atlee Phillips, CIA controller. He said he uh, literally watched the president's head explode like a watermelon. After the shooting, he said he turned his coat inside out, took shell casing out, bit it, put it on the stockade fence. He said, I shouldn't have done it, but I was young. I was arrogant. You think you're indestructible? He said, I walked behind Dealey Plaza. I'd been instructed not to run. Simply walk away, Jimmy. So I put my hat on, pulled my coat inside out, put the fireball back in the briefcase, and walked away like I was a businessman. I had a gun in my right-hand pocket in case anyone approached me, but nobody did. He said, I saw police officers running up towards the stockade fence, but I wasn't worried about them because the guys I was nervous about who had been standing on the knoll were actually my cover. They stopped those officers from coming at me any further. They actually got an image of Jimmy Files walking away. It's just a shadow, but you tell me it isn't a shadow of a guy walking in a hat with a fucking briefcase behind Dealey Plaza. They got him. Got an image of him doing it. He told the fucking truth, folks. And what's even more interesting, so he gets back to the car, parked behind the Dow Tech building. Charles Nicoletti and Johnny Rosselli are already in the car waiting on him. Said he pulled out, hung a left out of the parking lot, then a right on Houston. Drove down just a few blocks. He had already planned the route. He knew about it. He had been there a week prior. Lee Oswald had been showing him around. So Jimmy dropped off uh, Johnny Rosselli and Charles Nicoletti at a nearby gas station where they had a waiting car, and he drove back to Mesquite. He said, I went back to Mesquite, went to my room. He said, the first thing I did was I did a hot wax my hands and my face and burn like hell. So I had to take a hot, cold shower and then a hot one, then a cold one again. And, you know, I used to get the nitrates off of you for having shot a weapon. Yeah. Lee Oswald didn't have time to go do a wax treatment on his face and his neck, having shot a rifle three times. And let's not forget about the fucking pistol he emptied in a police officer. He should have had nitrates all over him. What, a couple in the palm of his hand? That's it? Really? Jimmy Files says those would be the nitrates from the shell casings he had picked up at the test firing range for him when he was was setting the sights on all the weapons that were to be used in the assassination. Remember, he was the gun transfer and handler. He was the armory guy at that point. So the assassination's over. Jimmy Files is back at his motel getting cleaned up. He said about that time, there was a knock at the door. This guy I'd worked with wasn't Lee Oswald. It was another guy. I didn't even know what the hell he was doing there. But he showed up at my little motel in Mesquite, scared the fuck out of me. How does this guy even know I'm here? How does people know I'm in town? So I opened my door, and he came in. I said, what the fuck are you doing here? And he said, I had to burn a cop. And Jim Files told him, hey, you did what you had to do. Get the fuck out of here. I don't want any attention. Well, listen, he tried to hand him a thirty-eight revolver. Will you get rid of this for me? 
James Files said, fuck no, that's your problem. You get the fuck out of here and take that with you. You had to burn a cop. You did what you had to do. Get the fuck out of here with your problem. Shoved him out the door, closed the door, and that was it. You're damn right that was the guy that killed J.D. Tibbet. He was on his way to silence Oswald. And just for the record, you know how come 30 police officers showed up at that Texas movie theater to arrest Oswald? Well, they all knew who they were looking for and where he was going to be. He had a prior meeting there with David Atlee Phillips, who never showed. No phone call, no meeting. Just jail. Lee, surprise, you're the fall guy. They took that 24-year-old kid who was highly intelligent, but not smart enough to see that they were using him from day one. Yeah, before they killed him. Reports came in that Secret Service men dogpiled Lyndon Baines Johnson, who was half a dozen cars back. Of course they did. They knew who the president was. He was the one being dropped from the Kennedy re-election campaign. The one who was facing felony indictments for all the crop scams he had been running down there in Texas, allegedly. Is either play ball or prison, Lyndon. That's life, folks. There are ugly people who infiltrate the government. That does not mean all of America is bad. That does not mean all people in government are bad. But people will take them stories and try to manipulate you. Instead of looking at the people, the perpetrators, the one who enriched themselves, like the military-industrial complex and the goddamn dope runners. They're the ones who killed Kennedy, folks. They killed him. And they paid off people in the government and the mob to help him do it. It's as simple as fucking that. The world keeps turning. You're not going to punish anybody. They're all fucking dead. And they have so much plausible deniability, it would never hold up in court anyway. So accept some fucking truth. Grow up a little bit. And realize that people like Donald Trump are playing you. Just like they played them stupid motherfuckers back in 1963. It's going to wrap it up with the Stan the Joke Man show. And I want you to know something. I am fucking thankful. I am so thankful this year for everything. This show, my life, even the hard parts, I'm thankful. I've had so much death in my family and shit and friends and everything this past year and all the COVID and shit. I'm thankful they were here in the first fucking place. And I'm thankful... That we got to share life together. They died. That don't mean I'm going to stop fucking living. I'm walking on. And you should too, fuckers. Have a great Thanksgiving. Bombing down Poinsettia Chapter 27. Black Velvet. Tonight. 8 p.m. I'm not going to let you down there, honky tonkers. I'm going to be back on... um. No, I don't know that I'll be back on Black Friday. Maybe. Let me sleep on it, okay? Well, I'll probably fucking do something. I'll see you Friday, high noon, bitches. All right. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, would you? Bye, con Dios, mi amigos. One last-